Well, hey everyone, it is Sunday, July the 19th, 2020, and I hope you're ready for this podcast as we are actually going to be taking on cover bands doing original songs and remixes. Yes, that's right. We're going to do two big things in one. We're going to first tackle the cover bands. We're going to finish that out. And then we're going to do the remixes. So I hope you stick around for that. While there have been so many different songs that have been covered, I know that I spoke about different recordings of songs such as Crumbling Down. That's one I didn't mention, but I'm going to mention it now. Um, That is a John Cougar Mellencamp song that was actually covered in Knight Rider. Um, Old Time Rock and Roll, which was another Bob Seger tune, or a Bob Seger tune. But Bob Seger was actually covered twice, I want to say, because I believe um, Still the Same was in the show. Um, And of course, Old Time Rock and Roll was another one that was there. I'm going to find out, but I'm not going to look it up now. I'm not going to look it up now, but I'm going to find out if... um, Shakedown was in Knight Rider. I believe it was. For the sake of argument and for the sake of this podcast, we'll just add it. If it's not, I'll just let you know on a future episode um, because I I don't want to spend too much, um, you know, I don't want to spend too much talking about cover songs and cover bands and whatnot. However, um, Prince did a couple of cover songs. Uh, I Can't Make You Love Me and also... Betcha by Golly Wow, and you may remember Betcha by Golly Wow, of course, originally done by the Stylistics, and even uh, Prince's saxophonist, um, he covered Prince's The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, and I thought that was really cool. A lot of people have played Purple Rain live. Um, because, of course, everyone remembers Prince for that. Uh, the Foo Fighters have covered Prince's Darling Nikki. I have actually heard it, and it's it's quite interesting, to say the least. Um, you know, you don't have the synthesizers, but you do have a lot of the rock guitars and things like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael Jackson has covered Smile, which is an old Charlie Chaplin song. Um, a lot of people have covered that song, but I know Michael has covered it. Um, Prince has also covered Every Day is a Winding Road by Sheryl Crow. Um, and he's actually had her in the studio, I believe, singing background vocals. Um, Sinead O'Connor has sung Prince's Nothing Compares to You. Um, that was the first time we really ever heard Sinead O'Connor. I believe that was also the last time, um, because I don't think she came out with anything else other than that. But I know that um, Prince wrote that song, but he did not uh, he did not perform it himself. You know, at least publicly to be released. The first time we really heard that song was in a live recording. And it was on a 
CD called The Hits Slash The B-Sides. And on his recording, it was a live recording, you heard Rosie Gaines, who has worked with him during the New Power Generation days. Um, so that that was kind of cool. Now there is a album that uh, was released with Prince's Estate and Warner Brothers. It's called The Originals. Um, everyone thinks that The Time wrote and performed Jungle Love. Eh, wrong. Incorrect. It was actually Prince who wrote that song. He gave it to The Time, and The Time had, you know, a major hit. But that was because that was Prince's original song. There are so many songs that I could talk to, um, you know, mention Prince's name, and I think I'll mention a couple more. Um, the song Makeup. Uh, he actually wrote that and performed it on... Uh, or as a demo, you know, as to be released, but he gave it to the group Vanity Six. You may remember the group Vanity Six because they had the song Nasty Girl. Well, also, there would have been, had Denise Matthews stayed in the band, the song Sex Shooter, performed by Vanity Six, also written by Prince. But after the first album, Denise left the group, and she became a Jehovah's Witness. And um, she passed away at a very, very young age. Um, just a side note about Prince, by the way. Um, the Beautiful Ones, in case you guys are wondering who he's speaking about. He's actually speaking about Denise Matthews. Uh, because they had dated for a short time. And uh, so The Beautiful Ones was written about her. And um, I, I thought that was very, very interesting to find out. Okay, I think that's pretty much it for the cover bands or cover segment, so to speak. Um, except I do want to throw this in there. Um, David Hasselhoff, if you guys own a lot of his music, or if you are fans of David Hasselhoff, now I am, there are lots of people who aren't, um, but that's another subject for another time. Um, David Hasselhoff has done some cover songs. Uh, he's done the Jump in My Car cover. He's also done Falling in Love. Um, he has also sung You Are Always on My Mind. He has sung You Are Everything. I'm trying to think of some other songs he has sung that are covers. Oh, Who's Leaving Who? Uh, Forever in Blue Jeans, which was uh, a Neil Diamond song. Let's see. Of course, I mentioned Falling in Love, which was a Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds tune. Uh, you Were Always on My Mind, Willie Nelson. Let's see. Um... Amazing Grace, you know, everyone has sung that, but he's he's done that particular track. Uh, Rhinestone Cowboy, um, he's actually done that. He has an album called Sings America. Uh, he has sung La Isla Bonita, which was originally done by Madonna. Um, Country Roads, 
by John Denver. He's done California Dreamin' by the Mamas and the Papas, California Girls by the Beach Boys, and he's also worked with them. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what other tunes he has done. Oh, he has also sung Let It Be Me with his wife, his first wife, Catherine Hickland. That was back in, oh my gosh, 1985 because, um, well, not just the song, but there was an actual episode entitled Let It Be Me. And so they were also promoting the album Night Rocker at the time. Um, he has also sung Stand By Me. Uh, am I missing anything? I don't think so. Well, there have always been words to the Young and the Restless theme, or what's known as Naughtiest theme. So he's he's sung that. He's also sung uh, Then You Can Tell Me Goodbye. Gosh, there's so many songs right now that I'm just coming up with, probably, that I need to just stop. Um, uh, Forever My Love. Um... Just just tons, just tons, just tons. So I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. I don't want to go any more than that. Um, if you want, um, just, just look up all of David Hasselhoff's music and you'll find a lot of music has been done by him. You know, the classic stuff. Um, he's even, I mean, I'll just, I'll, I'll mention a few more. I don't want to spend a lot of time on cover stuff because I want to get to another subject that I think is kind of interesting, but cool and uh, this was actually brought to me uh to my attention i should say by rebecca one of my listeners of the podcast um about remixes and stuff like that um but another song and it just it was just here in my head and it oh how deep is your love by the bgs um and he's also i'll do one more um now this song has actually been covered twice um the original writer is michael bolton now at the time michael bolton was not recording um a lot of people didn't want to take a chance on him um because they just thought he was very inexperienced uh but he had written the song how am i supposed to live without you and two people have recorded it. Uh, Laura Branigan is one, and David Hasselhoff is another. Now I'll throw, we'll get off of Hasselhoff, <laughs> we'll get off of Hasselhoff and go to another artist, uh, Anita Baker. Uh, she had the song Sweet Love. Uh, the saxophonist Najee uh, has covered that song. Let's see, who else am I missing? Who else am I not thinking of? Oh, you guys remember Jimmy Walker or JJ from Good Times? Uh, he had a song, uh, What Does It Take to Win Your Love from Me? Kenny G has covered that. He covered that uh, in 1986 or 87, I do believe. Um, there have been so many, so many, so many covers uh, from... from uh, different people zap the group zap uh, you guys have heard me mention them a lot 
Uh, Roger was a fan of old classics. Um, I would say the very first cover we heard was on the new Zap For You album released in 1985. I Only Have Eyes For You. Um, in 1980, let me think, uh, 1987, on his second solo album, Unlimited, Roger did Papa's Got a Brand New Bag by James Brown. He was a big James Brown fan. Um, and of course, I'm going to jump back a couple. Uh, in 1981, Roger did Heard It Through the Grapevine, and... Then, in 84, on The Saga Continues, he did Midnight Hour featuring the Mighty Clouds of Joy. Um, In 89, he covered Ooh Baby Baby by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. And he also did Fire by the Ohio Players. Um, Let's see, in 1990, he didn't do anything for covers. In uh, 93, it was a Greatest Hits package. Um, In 95, H-Town, Roger, and Shirley did A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And then in 96, which would be their last Zap and Roger album, um, they recorded a couple of cover tracks. Uh, Easy, originally done by the Commodores, and I Will Always Love You. Um, Now, that song was originally done by Dolly Parton, and then covered in The Bodyguard by the late, great Whitney Houston. Um, And and that's, you know, of course now, Zapp and Roger also did their own version of California Love, which was originally done by Tupac. Featuring Dr. Dre and Roger Troutman. So, uh, there you go. Alright, I've spent almost 13 minutes talking about... Actually, I'm sorry, almost 14 minutes talking about covers. So, the next post in this podcast will be about remixes. And what you guys think. This is going to be kind of an interesting retrospect and I want to thank Rebecca for bringing a lot of this to my attention now when she hears this she's going to agree to disagree I'm sure all right remixes now this is going to be touchy for some and a lot of you may say ah cool he's talking about remixes and you know so pick your poison as they say Um, remixes. I'm an internet DJ, so do I like remixes? Yes. If they're well-produced and well-maintained and done correctly, I am very picky about my remixes. Um, now, I know that there are fans of Michael Jackson who do remixes. Some of them are very good. And let's be honest, some of them are very, very horrid. I will give you an example um, there is a station known as MJ Tunes, um, and they play nothing but 24-hour Michael Jackson music all day, all night, um, but they have a section 
or not a section, but they have a segment in the station. Sometimes they pull it up. It's called Michael Jackson in the mix. There was a specific song that I had heard and it was it was good until it got to the chorus. Um, it was Stranger in Moscow mixed with the acapella Beat It vocals. Now, like I said, it was all good until it got to the section of the you know the chorus of beat it and the key change where michael sings how does it feel for stranger in moscow and you may ask why that is such a bad thing very simple key clash uh you have one song in i believe it's e flat minor i will be corrected by listeners i'm sure and then you have a song that is basically played in E, which is the chorus for Stranger in Moscow, because it starts in E, A, E, A, then it goes to D, G, D, G, and then back to E. Um, so, yeah, try to mix that with beat its chorus. It, it's horrid. It's very horrid. Um, it really is. Um, if the remixes are done by different people, you know, different DJs, um, you know, that's great. That really is. Now, I know Moby did a Beat It remix, um, which I believe was only available on the internet. I don't think it was actually officially released on an album, to my knowledge, except for the Extras fan collection. Um, which was a big, huge album that basically contained a lot of the same songs that everybody knows about. But there were a few instrumental tracks that were thrown in, um, as well as some rarities. Not too many, but a few. Um, let's see. But yeah, I, I heard this with Rebecca, th this Beat It slash Stranger in Moscow mix, and we both cringed. We both did. Just, it was so bad. Um, there are also times when DJs like to speed up a song and uh, slow another song down and then put another song in that matches the faster song. It You know, that's sped up. It's It's a complete mess. And I don't like those. I don't like those jumbled remixes. Now, one group that I love to death and forever will love is Kraftwerk. Uh, they did their remixes correctly. Um, whether the remixes were released here in the United States and abroad or just released in Germany, um, they still did their remixes right. Um, now, in 1991, they came out with an album called The Mix, and it was basically 13 of their most popular songs remixed uh from the robots to computer love no not related to zap just so we're clear on that um let's see uh it's more fun to compute pocket calculator dentaku 
uh, let's see, just, just, you know, just down the line, on and on and on. Now, three years ago, Kraftwerk put out an album called 3D The Catalog, and it's basically everything they've done, but yet it's all in 3D sound. Um, so when I say 3D The Catalog, I mean 3D The Catalog. <laughs> I mean all of it. Um, now, of course, you're not going to get the mixes because what this basically is, what this, basi- what this album basically does is cover everything that Kraftwerk has ever recorded but just put it in a 3D surround sound mix type style. And it's quite nice. Um, it's 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 well produced. Um, it really is. It's it's I don't think Florian Schneider was a part of the group. I think he I think he left. Um I believe it was Ralph Hutter, yes, uh, Ralph Hutter, who did a lot of it, um, and uh, the remaining Kraftwerk members. Now, as you may remember, I did a podcast about Florian Schneider, who passed away um, due to uh, cancer. Now, Carl Bardos had left the band in 1991, um, but that uh, particular catalog album was the last one that Kraftwerk has released. And it is, you know, sad to know that we don't, we won't probably get to hear a lot of other Kraftwerk rarities if they are in the vault. I really don't know. Um, but Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, David Hasselhoff, Kraftwerk, Roger Troutman, Zapp and Roger, Roger and Zapp, Whitney Houston, uh, let's see, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, the B-52s, Bananarama, uh, Cher. A lot of different people come up with remixes. Um, rap artists come up with some really good remixes. If they're done right. Um, you know, and the, the artists I named. A lot of their remixes are good. Um... I remember uh, a singer, she didn't do much, but her name was Deborah Cox, and um, she had a couple of hits. Um, You guys may remember the song Sentimental, Um, and another slow, well, it it was another song, not another slow song, but another song she did was called Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Um, There was a dance mix of that. And I think that was her last hit. I'm not really sure. Um, the Sounds of Blackness had a remix with Roger Troutman. Hold On, Change is Coming. Um, Roger and Larry helped produce that because Roger went in and not only played the keyboards, but also played his talk box and played the harmonica on that track. Um so, you know, that was that was a Roger and uh, uh not a not a Zap, but uh a Roger and uh Larry Troutman production right there. 
Um, let's see. If you guys remember the group Public Announcement, they had their song Body Bumpin' Yippee-I-O. Uh, Roger, again, was on the R&B Soul remix with his box. There's been a lot of remixes, folks, that are, are just really cool, and I, I really wish that I could get to them all, but, you know, and, and name every single artist, uh, artist or artists that have done them, but I just can't. There, there wouldn't be enough time. So I really hope that um, you get a chance to check out a lot of these mixes. But there's one mix I want to talk about in particular before I end this segment and pass out contact information so that you can get a hold of me. And that is Stranger in Moscow by Michael Jackson. Um, a lot of times when you hear remixes, of course, it's the same vocals, but you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to have someone sing it over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, that would wear themselves out, their throat would be tired, etc. Um, so you're going to have DJs come in and you're going to get the original track or stems, as they're called, and uh, then they're going to take them back to their studio or however they do it, and they're going to put them together with a sequenced drum beat on a drum machine or keyboards, whatever they do, and they just start messing around with things. Now, as I said, some mixes can be good, some not so much. But Rebecca and I were talking about a Basement Boys version of Stranger in Moscow that had gone from an E-flat to a D. And she had remarked that she didn't like the mix because, you know, of the way it sounded and just the all-out flow of it. And I, I basically told her, I said, well, remember that a lot of these are done for, number one, promotional use, number two, club use, number three, if it's on the radio, you're going to have a mix show on Friday nights or Saturday nights, depending on the uh, station, and they're going to use these mixes to mix in with other songs. So it really kind of depends on the DJ or DJs or, you know, how they want to use the stems of the song or songs, depending on how many mixes they're doing. Um, Michael Jackson's Remember the Time has, I don't know how many mixes, but it has enough. Um, and I'm talking remixes. Um, just, you know, that song alone. Let's see, another one that comes to mind is Scream. Uh, that has a lot of mixes to it. But I don't want to jump too far off track. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, but Stranger in Moscow, let's stick with that one. Um, like I said, Rebecca had mentioned that she didn't like it. Um, at least the, the flow and the key that it was in. It wasn't in the original key. And, you know, as I told her, I said, well, you have to understand that a lot of clubs are going to play this in their mixes. And so when they get this song, they're going to play this song. And then they're going to play another song that has the same tempo, maybe the same beat, but at least the same tempo so that the DJ can fade out one song and leave the other one playing. And while I can't do that live, I wish I could. I think that would be cool, but it's not possible for me to do that. 
Um, so, yeah, uh, there you go. Um, remixes are cool. Remixes are great. Remixes are awesome. But if you don't have the right chemistry for the mix or remixes, they're, they're just going to flop. They're really going to flop. Um, they really, really are. And, you know, if I don't, if I don't like it, I, I won't, I won't get it. I won't support it. I won't buy it. You know, maybe a friend of mine might have it and they might say, oh, this is the best mix ever. Well, okay, I'll give it a listen, but I'm going to pick apart what I don't like. And say, no, this isn't the best mixed... This isn't the best... Let's try that again. This isn't the best mix ever, and here's why, in my opinion. You know, and here's why. And I will list what I think makes the mix bad. You know, it it makes it bad. Um, Just maybe there... Maybe there's too much percussion. Maybe there's too much bass. Maybe there's too much reverb on the vocalist's voice or voices. Um, just there's a lot of things that I could I could really say that I could basically sit and 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 tell that person. And the person may look at me and oh you don't like the song just because it's this. No, I gave you the reasons why I don't like the song. You know, or this particular mix. Now, if you can't accept that, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I'm very picky about mixes. I'm very picky about artists or an artist who has done a remix. So, yeah, um, that that there there could be a long discussion on remixes. We'd have to do a part two on that. We really would. So, folks, we're going to end this, and I will be right back with all my contact information. So if you'd like me to do a future topic on something, I'll make sure you have a way to get a hold of me. Folks, I would love to thank you for listening to me banter and rant and rave not really banter, rant, and rave, but I just, I just said that. But no, seriously, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to get a hold of me on Haytel, Zello, or Twitter, you certainly can. It's the Music Man 8 T H E M U S I C M A N zero eight for Haytel, Zello, and Twitter. I'm also available on Facebook, the Music Man One at gmx.us that is t-h-e-m-u-s-i-c-m-a-n the number one without the number sign at gmx.us when you add me to facebook please tell me who you are how you got you know the information so that way i don't think you're just some spam bot and you know, are, are looking out to troll because we all don't like spam. I don't care who you are. Um, what will I talk about next? I have no idea. Um, maybe you guys can give me some ideas. Um, if not, we'll just do things the way that we do 
and I will see you the next podcast.